Uh, if you've ever thought about recording a podcast, Anchor is the best way to do that. We use that for Boats and Does here. Uh, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need in one place. Uh, Anchor has the tools you need to record and edit your podcast right from the phone or on your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on all the listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, it's totally free. So if you've ever thought about it, download the Anchor app and go or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome back to the Boats and Dose podcast. My name is Special Grist, Greg Heidi. Special Grist. Yes. Special Grist. Special Grist. <laughs> I'm Brandon. I'm Ben. And Tyler. <laughs> and Tyler. It's like my signature call sign now. Yeah. You need to change your Instagram name to Ann Tyler. Probably. There you go. That'll yeah. work. That'll work. What are we talking about tonight, fellas? Well... <clears throat> We're going to talk about the differences in trout fishing in North Carolina mm-hmm. versus Idaho. Yeah, and I, I think so. If you talk to anybody that trout fishes North Carolina as like a public water bum mm-hmm. that like really searches the blue lines to find the good stuff, we all agree that the way that trout are managed in North Carolina and the way the public water system set up. All of that's just kind of messed up. It, it does suck because you can't even wade down really great rivers because if you own both sides of the river, creek, whatever, it's private access only. See, but somebody posted a North Carolina legislature that said if you can access the water and you can walk through the water, then Not it's... Walk, float. No. I sort of said... Navigable water. Right. Yes. So if it's... That means on a boat. Being, you can be but on but yeah. by the rules, the Davidson River is navigable, and there is private water all over it. Not in the boat. Yes, it is. Tell me you can't blow up a, a raft and float <laughs> yeah, down that thing. Yeah, a tiny raft. Single person. Yeah, <laughs> that's navigable. You can float it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I agree 100%. I, I, mean, I would it, love to fish that, but... I mean, it's a privilege of the rich. If you're willing to fight the battle, then so be it. Well, there was a lawsuit um, against the private water of the Davidson that for, was going on about what? that private section they have yeah. as, as far as freeing that up. Okay. Uh, but I they're not the only ones. a couple of them. There's not the, they're not the only ones with donkey private no, water. No. No, you know, they're, but how do you regulate each individual spot on the river with boats floating by? Basically, if you don't see <laughs> if you don't see diamonds on trees, you're risking it for the biscuit. What do you mean diamonds on the trees? That's how they mark trout no streams. streams. Yeah, no okay. trespassing, all that. That's it. North Carolina did that. Yeah, they, they'll be they'll be sectioned. You you better research it before you go out and where you're going to be at. Okay. Because okay. you've got delayed harvest sections, which you can't fish in March. Right. I learned that the hard way. And then you've got... Um, you've got hatch delay. Hatch del- yeah, that one, you've which got, you can only keep them during certain times. You've got um, wild trout water. 
you've got wild trout. Like the same thing in Idaho too, you know, on like uh, Bitch Creek. There's certain times of the year that you can go up there and fish certain fish, mm-hmm. and you can sort of fish for the other fish, but you can't fish for like say the cutthroats and such. You know, right. certain times of the year, and certain rivers throughout the state have different patterns of those regulations. So but yeah, you, can, you better do your research, but it's still all walkable and hikeable and wadeable waters. You're not really going into the private. So is there any private water? From what I know and from what I've fished, I do not, I can't answer that question. But where I've fished, you know, there's private properties along the sides of the rivers, like the Teton River where we float. There's alpaca farms and homes and farms and you get to flow by. You just can't get out of the river. Right. As long as you're in the river. As long as you're in the water, you're good to go. Oh, I've had I've had people come out of their home down to the creek front and go, get out of my river. Because wow. they own both sides of it. And you just got to be real nice. Like, hey, I'm so sorry. How do you I own didn't realize water it. that flows through? I, I don't understand that. Uh, and there's everybody's argument. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Welcome to North Carolina, Greg. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so what's what's the limit in Idaho for trout if you were going to keep trout? Not that we condone that here at the Boats and Does, but... Yeah, I can't answer that because I'm a catch and release guy. You know, going back to one of your right. previous podcasts, I'm, I'm a catch and release guy. I'm a so catch and release to the grease, boys and girls. <laughs> I mean, when you're on the good. South Fork, they want you to take what? Rainbow trout. Yeah. You catch. Yeah. Get the rainbows out of there. Aren't the rainbows want. native though? No. No, they're not. The cutthroats are the natives. It's what they want to stay in the river. They actually tag the the rainbows to get them out. You take you cut the heads off and take them to a fishing game and they'll pay you. Maybe you get fifty bucks. Yeah. For a fish. I'm like, I'm gonna go live just out there and I'll just support myself on fly fishing because I I've read it I read about it in, in New Mexico it's the same thing. Uh, but it's browns in New Mexico. Well, they got the hybrids happening out yep. there, you know, and it just it's, it kills the population. The whole, yeah. yeah, but North Carolina, the only native trout is um, a brook trout, and it's a char. It's not even a trout. But rainbows and browns are not native to North Carolina. Any time you catch one at all, the river. Nope. Interesting. They were introduced to North Carolina. I mean, I'm sure they were, but yeah, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like, so you guys have browns out there. Lots of browns on Henry's. And they don't want you to kill those? Well, again, I'm... If they want you to kill the I rainbows... I with the guide, and the guide calls them as employees, so I'd like to put his employees back in the water. <laughs> yeah, put them back to work. Right. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they want the rainbows out, but they don't pay for browns? They don't yeah. tag the browns. Okay. Rainbows are, they uh, populate quicker. Yeah, but browns are more competitive for food. Yeah, there's not as many browns. I mean, I guess so. But, I mean, it just makes sense to me that if you're trying to get rid of non-native species, get rid of both of them. It's not one or the other. But browns are yeah, so much but, fun to catch. But <laughs> also, if you have more rainbows, you're getting rid of those. There needs to be some competitive aspect to the water. It should be black and white. It should be, is it native? Is it not native? So where I'm over there, they focus on the Yellowstone cutthroat. They Mm -hmm. want that fish in the water because that is the native fish that belongs there. I want to go catch some of this, by the way. 
Uh, that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Um, in in North Carolina, the um, there's a couple of them that are there's a couple of streams in North Carolina that you can only use artificial um, that helps keep that population that way, um, and you can't use any natural. There's only three streams in North Carolina you can use natural bait. I feel like there's more than that, though. You can use natural bait and, and three hatchery, hatchery supported. You can't use worms. They can. They can. You can use it in DH during the summertime. But you can't. <laughs> I mean, I don't fish. I fish plot, but like I was under the impression that you could fish. You could fish natural bait in DH water during the summer when take was legal. Nope. And and hatch supported. So you can't use wax worms, you can't use... Where is that written? It's on the codes. There's, there's, uh, That's in a North Carolina thing. Yep, there's there's three three or four rivers in North Carolina that you can, you can use natural baits. Man, that makes a fly really productive. It doesn't matter what the fly looks like. You exactly. slot a wax worm on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just yeah. kidding, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... <clears throat> Another big thing, I mean, I think it's part of it is tourism because that one section of the Davidson, it's just hammered all the time. And there's those damn rock tower things everywhere. God, those, uh, are, those are aggravating. Dude, I kick them over every time. Yeah. Like, <laughs> all the cairns? Yeah, 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 come on. The rock balancers? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I go through there and just kick them over. But... Well, there's a spot. I have to admit, I do the same thing. Good. There's there's Good. a there's a nice Thanks. little there's a nice little secret spot that I've been I've been doing some research on and fishing a little bit every time I go up there. Uh huh. And I've told you about it. Uh yeah. I'm not gonna spot drop, but um, it's a, it's I it could be a little honey hole. It could be. I'm still working on finding all the nice little holes where the trout hide, but um, I was up there. And there's just kids, like, skipping rocks into, like, the most beautiful deep hole that's got easy access to. And I'm like, oh, yeah. man, you're just screwing up that spot. Now, uh, now if I own... Uh, yeah. Those kids aren't inside playing Xbox. They're outside. <laughs> yeah. That's really That's a good point. That's true. And they're probably just not... Don't be such a curmudgeon, Brandon. <laughs> well, let me ask you it's this. It's bad for the river. Let me so, ask you this. It's bad for the river or bad for the fishermen. <laughs> it's bad for the river. How is it bad for the river? Removing rocks from the river... To throw back at all, well, like those rocks are sitting there and they're protecting erosion. You pick them up. Now that spot's not protected from erosion. You're throwing throwing them somewhere else that is protected from erosion. That right? sounds like a curmudgeon to me. I mean, I would be annoyed if kids are throwing rocks I in the deepest annoyed. spot, but I don't think it's going to do a whole lot for erosion. No, but that's like the reason they don't want people moving river rocks. Okay, uh, moving on. Well, don't stack them. Yeah. And it's bad for the it's bad for the crayfish and it's bad for this and it's bad for that. Right. All right. So let me ask you this: If you own land on both sides of a Get river, out of my river in North Carolina, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get out of my river. <laughs> exactly. Absolutely not. <laughs> what? Absolutely not. You wouldn't make it private. I would not make it private. Really? Yeah. Okay. Why? Just because to me, that's I don't want to do anything to hinder somebody's access. Okay. So, so if you had those kids, I swear, chunking rocks in there every day, the kids playing. All right. Are All they right. accessing that river from 
the river, or are they? I mean, are they coming, coming parking in front of my house, tearing up my grass? Are they coming down the road down there? It's going to be different, but if they're like like when we went up and we went through a section of, of private water, we went up, <laughs> got permission, they yeah. let us to go in, and that was some of the. I mean, it was awesome. Were you in or were you in the boat? We we drove up to their house and I was like Tyler, if we can get this this family right here to like let us face, it's probably pretty good. And the, there was a kid outside or something. I said, "Hey, is your mom or dad home?" And they were like, "Yeah, let me get my mom." And mom comes out and I'm like, "Hey, like we don't want to bother you. You can you're more than welcome to say no, but like we would love to fish the river behind your place. And do you mind if we park here and fish for a little while?" I said, "We won't we won't tear anything up. We won't leave no trash." Like, so you're walking in doing on the private. Not floating by. We parked at these people's house and fished. Man, I've had some of the best conversations of my life doing, doing that? the same thing. Yeah. It was like, um, I was way back up. Uh, I was about four or five miles from the Tennessee line. And we were at this gas station. And uh, there was a guy outside on a UTV. And he offered us moonshine. Nice. <laughs> and it had to have been good moonshine. <laughs> Uh, we didn't there is it. no bad moonshine in Appalachian. Uh Yes, there is. <laughs> yes, there is. <laughs> but like, <laughs> even, like an old car radiator. Even but like talking even, to that guy and just like, hey man, where's a good spot? And he's like, I own up here. You're welcome to come fishing. Yeah. And see, that's nice. Yeah. But even like if we started somewhere that was public. Yeah. And then there's private and then public right next to that yeah. again. And you have to go like out onto the road and around instead mm-hmm. of just like being able to go through. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to take my chances. I think I'm going to take, gonna my, take my chances. I'm going to take my chances at, too. Yeah. But I like if you yell at me, you're a curmudgeon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 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 really. I will say, you know what, you know what aggravates me the most? And this has very little to do with trout fishing because trout fishing is usually not that bad about people leaving trash. But like you go down to our hunt club, those trash everywhere. I don't mind people going down there trespassing to fish. Like, I don't. Just don't leave trash. Just don't leave trash. And there's piles of beer cans and piles of this. And we go down there and, like, we stuff all that in the back. Yeah. Right? Like, we are the ones that go pick it up. And it just, that kind of stuff. I do the same thing. If I see something, I'll pick it up. Floating in the river or on the, on the side, I'll pick it up. So, like, I think, and that's probably why the private is as, like, cut off as it is up in the mountains. You know what I mean? If you are on both it, sides, you should be able to tell somebody to move a little faster through, like, your line of property, depending on what they're doing. Because, like, if they're just in the river doing whatever, they're not harming your property because the river's not yours. But, like, if they're throwing trash on the bank into your yard and stuff, you can kind of shoo them along. But, yeah. like, nobody really has the right to say, right. that's mine. Well, and, how much research is required in New in, in here in North Carolina to actually... Oh, it's find fun. the water that you can go to. Oh, there's a there's, there's a website. A, there's a website you can use. Uh, Onyx. Yeah. Onyx. Onyx. I like using good. I like I using that. the official uh, North Carolina trout maps. On yep. Onyx. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't use that one. I use the one from. I do too. The uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, fishing game. Yeah, NC Alvin website. Yes. Yep, because one. private isn't marked really well on there. Yeah. But if you use Onyx, it tells you. Exactly where the line is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Whoops, I, I, need to move two feet this I found way. this old Alvin, so <laughs> Yeah, no, like that water that <clears throat> I'm 
sands like a little bit of a hidden gem. It's all technically private, but yeah, it is a North Carolina wild trout stream. So technically, if you start at the bottom, you're more than welcome to walk up through there. It's tough walking. Oh yeah, I would. So I would if you're not if you're not tech savvy or into the smartphones, you're more likely to find yourself in private water or be illegal. Well, I mean, that's how just, I got I got a ticket. And um, who gave you the ticket? Fishing game. Somebody, well, somebody, they just somebody popped out of the bushes like they do, right? No, somebody called on me, and that's what made me angry. Instead we, of we coming walk, down and educating, so you, you I walked by him. I walked going on the river. I mean, there was a sign on the bridge. I didn't cross the bridge to get into the river. So we parked there, and I walked upstream. And there's not one sign posted that it was delayed harvest, except for on that bridge. And so, so it's more this of guy, interpretation of, of that was exactly that was <laughs> that was my argument to the game board, and I said. You can walk down here, and you can walk as far as I did up that way, and you will not see one sign. Now, was he it said, pre-Onyx? Uh, yeah. This is, um, I don't know, maybe, but yeah. still. Anyways. <clears throat> I said, you know, you can go look down here, and he said, it's not our responsibility to mark every tree. I'm like, well, you should mark some. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like, it's up there on that bridge. And I was like, well, we didn't cross the bridge. So it was the whole thing. But what irritated me was that guy. Ignorance of the law is no excuse? Uh, yeah. So the guy, I walked by him and waved at him. He waved back at me. And if he would have said, hey, it's March, you're not supposed to fish this section, I would have gotten out. Like, so oh, hey, a, is the private water is a seasonal thing, thing then? No, this was just, you can't fish it in March because they release fish okay. in um, February. Right. And they're trying to let them get acclimated to the river. So, yeah, the so North Carolina hatchery supported not delayed harvest. Just to give you a a realm of there's two types of stock trout streams in North Carolina, DH and hatch supported. Both are stocked by the same hatcheries. Delayed harvest, they pretty much stock it what four times through the winter. What are they stocking with? Uh, Brookies, Browns. Usually, it's not rainbows. Yeah, they stock a crap load of rainbows, but they will throw. Up. The, the, no, they don't. They don't stock. It's hatch supported. They don't. But hatch supported is usually brookies. Okay. Okay. Well, why are there browns and rainbows and all the hatch supported? Yeah, they're just in there. Yeah. But delayed harvest is usually ninety percent rainbow. Okay. Yeah, and then they'll throw like some browns in. Yeah. Uh, and they do. They do a lot of stocking out there. As you guys are talking about it, I'm going through it in my head. I wish I'd have done a little more research on that topic, and I could, I could answer that question better. Okay. I know there's some good con- cons- conservation spots out there um, where they're, you know, reintroducing fish to, to certain parts of the river and mm-hmm. stuff. But I'm not super clear on, you know, the specifics of what they are doing out there. My favorite are the uh, high altitude lakes. Have you ever seen how they release them? I saw those. Yeah. And, you know, 
before Trouter, coming out Trouter here. not hardy at all. They died, <laughs> and then they <laughs> should dump them out of an airplane. Yeah, airplane you know, I, I, airplane. we just spent a week up in uh, up in the upper mountains of Idaho, and we fished some alpine lakes, cool. and some of those are stocked, you mm-hmm. know, by 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 the airplanes. However, we did show up at one of the high alpine lakes, probably at maybe 8,000 feet, and Fish and Game was there, and they had a, a bag full of 1,000 little fingerlings, and they happened to be releasing them into cool. the lake, and they had 90% mortality with, with those fish that they put in the water, which is wow, fantastic. Amazing to 90%. be a part of. They, the kids that we had with our group um, had a chance to dump the fish in the water they let them open the bag and pour them in the water and i got some got some shots with the big lens from across the lake sweet um met the met the fishing game guys fishing game guys are usually really those guys up that high were so awesome i mean they packed those fish in in their bag and you know brought them up there and it's just really amazing to be there and be part of that that was really cool Mm -hmm. I have a question. 90% mortality rate? That means that the 90% of those fish that they dumped in the water lived. I was on the same page. Uh, so 90% lived. 10%, 10% mortality. mortality. Something. I'm, well, I heard 90%. Tomato, tomato. Tomato, tomato. tomato. <laughs> okay. It's a good, so they only lost 10%. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Nice. I mean, well, what about accessing the river? If you you can't walk through public or you can't ride, walk through private land, we have access to where, where where directly where I'm from. We have full on access, you know. Yeah, ramps and take ins and take outs and and all of that. So you can get through those private properties on the river and not have issues. Whether the fish eat or not, that's another issue. It's luck. Teton tree. Yeah. Uh, so let's. I don't know, man. It's just like I feel like North Carolina, seeing the water and seeing like minus like some of the stuff that Mother Nature throws at the water, like yeah. the storms that we had the last couple of years. That yeah, that was, killed a lot of stockfish because that like that flooding up in. I the, think it killed a lot of wildfield. I think it did too. It changed the nature of the river for sure. Oh, I mean, there's. Yeah, I had to go up to one river and just relearn the whole thing because none of it's the same. Yeah, they were rock movers. It was it was bad. It yeah, was bad. I mean, if the rock movers wouldn't move the rocks, that river would have been fun. Oh yeah, you going back <laughs> to the kids skipping? Yeah, kids yeah. stop skipping rocks. <laughs> right now in Idaho, we have an issue with the water temps. Yeah, and they've shut down fishing on certain parts of the snake uh, in the middle of the day. They don't want you on the river fishing just for the fish's sake. I carry a thermometer. Really? What a thermometer. Wow. Just to make sure. So I don't want to kill fish. You not fish. Anything above like 85, 80, or well, for trout, that's trout pretty, water that's is. Warm. Um, Wait, can I just say 70, something? I think 70, 60, 65, 70. What do you got, Brandon? I mean, I heat my grease up to about 300 degrees. Yeah. What's it matter what the trout water is? Because you're lack of oxygen. Yeah. It just stresses yeah, the fish out. Yeah, I'm just I'm just poking poking a bear. <laughs> I'm trying to get some nasty comments going on. Somebody's gonna like dial in and they're gonna be like, oh, I don't like this guy Ben giving me a uh, ad at the beginning and he's gonna skip to 
22 minutes even and he's gonna hear me say yeah what's the matter with the trout water is it's grease and then he's we gonna don't have a we don't have a bleep button so what do you mean huh a bleep button he's cussing you in his head yeah 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 oh hey potato potato <laughs> you know what uh, gundog yourself does what he puts in a pheasant sound like nice. you know a pheasant chuckle <laughs> like flying anytime they like drop a f-bomb or like a g-bomb or whatever yeah it's like nice that's his move but what what's the difference between that and like private land? It's still land. The land isn't moving and shifting. The land is a fence yeah, around it. Own the physical. The land. land is a fence around it. The water doesn't. Ooh, Ben, you're on you're on little lonely island over there. <laughs> hey, man, do you want to oh, have the controversy have over here? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, there's there's rivers that have fences across them. Yeah, those are kind of hard to climb over, but I've done it. Yeah, I've climbed yeah. under. my pants. <laughs> you just duck down and go. No, that one that we climbed over, that's a trash catch. That's got barrels on it. Oh, well, that's a complete, I still tore my pants. That's a completely, <laughs> it's a hatch-supported stream, I think, technically. but you know. I, I, I don't know. I mean, if I could have private water, of course, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but would you stand on the banks every time you saw a boat go by and just waving your finger, get off of my water? You get off of my grass. You're going to be that old man. You know, the, I don't know if you experienced this on an Air Force base, but like on an Army base, you don't walk or you don't walk across the Sergeant Major's grass. You don't walk across any grass ever. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, like, but the the grass the grass close to the smoke pit was kind of fair game. Well, yeah, I mean, that was that's the smoke pit. The, yeah, yeah. There's like a one path walk. But like, at brigade or battalion, you don't walk across that grass because that man's coming out of that building hot, and you're going to be doing some push-ups, you and you might be cutting, and you might be cutting grass with scissors for the next week. Well, maybe it's it's those guys who retired and moved to the mountains. And I mean, they're the ones both that sides. That yeah, yeah, yeah. They got both sides. <laughs> Now, um, let me ask you this question. Okay, this will be the close to the last thing we talk about on this topic. I see a harmonica solo coming up. Yeah, I mean, I think it's coming. Um, so, in the realm of private water versus public water, do you think you value a private water fish? Like, if you went up there and paid the 130 bucks to fish the drove for the day, do you value that fish as much as you value say a 20 inch wild trout that's up in the up in the headwater nope, in the nope, same stream not at all absolutely no no nope. so like why do you care like you can go fish that private water if you want to yeah but like if it doesn't hold the same value it's not chasing the they ghost hold the same value it's not chasing care. the phantom it's not because that they're, same. they're not they're not letting them get like that across the whole river because you can go to that bridge on that river and look over and see 15 of those fish right there. Now, True. it might take years to find a fish of that size somewhere on public water. No, man, that one that, that one that Andrew caught like a couple months ago pulling a streamer. I mean, I've, on I've seen water. I've seen public water. Public I've, water. Caught, I've seen 27 inch browns come out of the Davidson in the upper section. Yeah, I mean that one that Andrew caught was nineteen. I've seen, 
I've seen a fish well into the 20s. Yeah. I've got them to eat one time. I haven't seen them since the storms, unfortunately. Yeah. There's still good ones in there, though. Oh, yeah. They're in there. I mean, my last, good, my I think last good brown came out of there. I think it's it's more of a discovery. You know what I mean? When you catch something in the private or in the uh, public section rather than the private. You don't feel like, hey, I paid for this fish. Cue the outro music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, y'all, thank you for for joining Greg, us. Greg says it's time to go. On the Boats and Does podcast. Yeah. Greg, take us out of here. <laughs>